Whoa, whoa, don't throw it away. That's mottai nai. If you have a Japanese friend or family member, you may have heard of this word, mottai nai. Like when you're throwing away something that's still usable, or when you didn't finish your plate, someone may say that it's mottai nai. Growing up in Japan, I was told mottai nai probably just about a million times. Still today, I use mottai nai or feel something is mottai nai quite often. In this episode, we'll discuss the nuances of mottai nai beyond the common translation, what a waste or it's wasteful. Mottai nai is a unique, beautiful, and sustainable word deeply rooted in Japan's cultural and religious views. Podcast. My name is Kanae. Hi, my name's Jenny. So I guess we're talking about the word uh, mottai nai today. Sounds good. Yeah. So like, if you don't mind, what is like mottai nai? I guess it might, everybody has their different definitions. So what is right. yours? Yeah, I'm really interested to find out if my definition is a Japanese definition or if it's one that I've just created over the years. Mm -hmm. um, so my feeling is that it's um, kind of like it's a waste or that it's got a feeling of that's a shame. That's a mm. pity to it as well, I think. But to me, it's a little more positive than simply saying that's wasteful mm. because it's kind of like a call to action. It's kind of like saying um like that that's a waste but you know mm. maybe we can find a way out of this maybe we can do something to stop it being a waste I see so for me it feels kind of a little bit positive but I don't mm. know if that's the same for Japanese people or if that's just because I didn't grow up being told what I know I got I grew up being told like don't waste your food or oh like it, maybe it doesn't have that same emotional connection mm -hmm. for me I don't know but that's what people so, told you then like don't waste your food don't waste your yeah whatever. yeah I grew up definitely in that kind of environment but obviously yeah. not with the word mm -hmm. not with the word motainai. yeah I wish like every language had this word because it's, it's a good word yeah it's a good word and yeah yeah I wish yeah, at least in English I had a uh, way to say that um uh-huh yeah so I don't know like uh to me um when I feel something's motainai like I feel bad for someone uh -huh. like uh -huh. I don't know who it is but like I feel bad it's like yeah. being told motainai is like like eat it up it's motainai and stuff you know I was told uh -huh. growing up and like if I leave something on my plate or something like it's like um to me it feels like a guilt tripping <laughs> Okay, okay, mm. maybe it's less positive for you because you grew up hearing it. Yeah, but then, I don't know, it could be positive too. Like, it in a way that's like, the word's kind of encouraging to mm -hmm. like, find a way out, you know, like you said. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, um, I, that's, that's definitely how I hear it. But I don't mm -hmm. know if that's, I don't know if that's how other people hear it or not. Yeah. I guess to me, like, things like that's a waste sounds kind of dry, but... Motai nai is more of a like juicy mm, word. Juicy <laughs> word. <laughs> Would you say that's a waste? Uh in English, um, like in Yeah, that's um but I don't think we use it as much as Motai nai. 
Mm. Um, at least I don't. Maybe I would say, I'm trying to think what I would say to my daughter if she wasn't eating, like, mm. try and finish your food. Like, um, maybe I'd say, like, let's not waste it. Or, oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. word, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess the concept exists everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, Japanese, there's a word for it in Japanese, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like one of those words, a bit like Genki or Sasuga, that mm. is kind of broader than the English definitions or the mm. English equivalents. Maybe. You can use it maybe in slightly more situations and it's got a slightly different feel, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's unique in that way, I think, for sure. That's true. So, like, the gram- grammatically, it's motainai. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's an adjective, e-adjective. Mm-hmm. And then what uh, it modifies is the way something goes waste, to be mm-hmm. unfortunate. And then it expresses a sense of guilt, regret, or sorrow mm-hmm. of wasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, wasting here... In terms of like motainai, it's the act of not maximizing the opportunity to let something reach its full potential. Yeah, that's quite a big definition of wasting. Yeah, yeah. it's like kind of broader than like, you know, wasting your food or yeah. mm, mm-hmm, physical sure. things. Because mm-hmm. um, you can use that for something else too. Uh, and we'll get mm-hmm. into that. But um Let's talk about examples of like motainai. Um, mm-hmm. For example, it's motainai if you're like buying a new desk, even though like your current desk is still usable, mm-hmm. uh, but you're getting rid of it. Like, uh-huh. mm. yeah, I see that. Yeah, I could say that's a that's such a waste. Mm. I could say that in English. Waste works in that situation for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like in the states these days, there's like. Uh, Craigslist or Nextdoor right. or like um, what is that then? Facebook Marketplace is popular right. now. Mm. So maybe you can get away with it. It's not so motainai if you're selling it on, it's got a new home kind of thing. Then yeah, 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 yeah. I like the way of mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or donating to Goodwill or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you have something like that in France too? Yeah, it's not called Goodwill but we do. Mm. We have um, like Emmaus is one of them. We've mm. got um yeah, there's ways that you can donate it to someone else, or there's a really big kind of marketplace called Le Bon Coin, which mm-hmm. is really popular. Mm-hmm. And you can either sell stuff or give stuff away for free on there. Oh. And I'm a big fan. I use it for Yeah, I use <laughs> <everything>. like Facebook <laughs> marketplace all the time. And we have like... that too, yeah. So would do you think that would mean it wouldn't be Motainai anymore? Or could some people still think it's Motainai because mm. maybe because you've spend the money on a desk and you're spending money on a new desk so maybe for the money it's uh, not yeah you can depending say on that. the person uh-huh. okay. like if you're donating it and it costs like a thousand dollars or something and then uh-huh. you're using it like for like a couple of weeks or something and oh <laughs> i don't like this desk anyway right that's motainai right that's motainai for the use of your money i guess right mm. uh-huh but if you're talking about motainai for the desk itself, not the money, mm-hmm. but the desk, then like by giving it away, it's not motainai anymore. It's like it's... A motainai, <laughs> uh, you think it's motainai, so maybe you decide to donate it because it's still yeah. usable, you know, like uh-huh. maybe someone else can find a good use mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board with that mentality. This yeah, is yeah. why I like this word so much. <laughs> mm-hmm, I like that too. Yeah. And the next example is when you're using 
excessive amount of paper towels, uh, uh-huh. which I sometimes kind of do, and I regret. <laughs> I know, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Oh, no. I, I, for me, you're, you're like the queen of Motai Nai. I can't I believe know. it. <laughs> I should use more towels, like regular towels. <laughs> <laughs> I guess paper towels don't feel so bad because they're paper, but it, it's still Motai Nai. Yeah, it? <laughs> it feels like you when you spill something, like a lot of, a big puddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for that, I should use like fabric. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we have something in Britain called muslins that you use for kids a lot, like for babies. I don't oh. know what they would be in. Is it Zokin? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. In Japanese said, that's Zokin. Zokin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, that's what I would try to use, but I I use paper towels too. Mm. So I can't I can't judge. <laughs> yeah. Uh and the next example um is when you spend two hours commuting to work, just mm-hmm. sitting in t- traffic, for example. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We could say that's a waste of yeah, like that's such a waste of time. Time. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good use of time. Mm-hmm. You could say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, but you could still use waste, I think, in English in that case. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So and that's, then, yeah, motai mm-hmm. Yeah, motai can be used for this too. Um, mm-hmm. And that I don't know sense. if you had the time. Having to spend commuting, uh, what would you do? Like driving and stuff, I guess. Sitting in like, traffic. Like if you're stuck driving, yeah. what do you do? What can you do so, like, to How like, would you stop it being multi-nai? Mm. Like, you'd have to use your time better, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough sitting in traffic. It's easier, I think, if you're commuting by train or something. Because mm. you can do more. If you're sitting in traffic, you can listen to stuff, right? Yeah. You can listen to a podcast, for example. Maybe like Shout topic. out to anyone who's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to anyone who's stuck in traffic. You uh-huh. are not. You are, your time is not Motai Nai anymore because Yeah, you're, you're Yeah, you're studying <laughs> Japanese, right? It's totally good yeah. use of time. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening and uh to this podcast while driving, then uh good for you. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep exactly. doing that. <laughs> Well done, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe call somebody to uh, check oh, in yeah. or something. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do a hands-free call. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. With in that case, would you say it's hmm? Motai mm. naku wa nai. If you're saying it's not, no, how would you say it's nai? not? Yeah. Motai naku nai. Motai naku nai in this case. Mm. Or motai naku wa nai. If you listen something. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So in that case, yeah, if you're listening to us in your car, that's motai nakunai. Motai nakunai. Mm. So motai nai can be used for time, but mm-hmm. um, it can also be used for opportunity too. Because mm-hmm. in English, we say like wasting an opportunity. Too. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, you go to Japan and you didn't eat sushi and then yeah. you kind of missed out. An opportunity for sure, mm, and that's motainai too. Like mm, that's mm. interesting. So then you can say motainai as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's the other examples for this. Um, like you didn't live up to the whole potential of enjoying in Japan, right? Uh huh. I don't there know was... if it's enjoying to your like definition or to your you know uh, preference because maybe you didn't like sushi or. 
You couldn't eat raw fish. Right, so it's subjective, mm. isn't it? Yeah, it like is. Like someone kinda. might say it's Motai Nai, and uh-huh. you can say, well, no, I don't like sushi, so it's mm-hmm. not Motai Nai for me. Yeah, 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 definitely. Do you think it's, yeah, it's kind of subjective and kind of emotional too. Mm. Like there's quite a lot of emotion in the word Motai Nai, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Motai Nai feels like, I don't know, guilt. I guess for opportunity and like a time, not so much guilt involved, but mm-hmm. uh, more like sorrow and regret mm-hmm. mm. right yeah like that's, that's such a pity a missed opportunity yeah yeah mm. uh, and also potential right mm. this you can use waste for in English too I think you're like wasting you're waste- your potential right you're wasting mm. your potential or you're wasting your skills or your education or mm. that sort of thing yeah um, this is an interesting use of motai nai I think it's yeah. maybe used more like with adults, I feel like motai nai for food and paper towels and stuff is yeah, used yeah. a lot on kids. Mm-hmm. But maybe with adults, you'd use the more abstract. That's um, true. Wasting physical things, I think, comes up a lot, um, a lot more than those maybe potential opportunity and time. But it's still, uh-huh. uh, you still hear motai nai a lot for those uh-huh. like abstract things too. Um, yeah, maybe not on a daily basis though. You'd use motai nai more for mm. physical things. Even as an adult, would you use it a lot? Uh, I think so. Uh-huh. And I, like someone like me, like who <laughs> wants to yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. get most out of everything. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, I, I guess maybe, yeah, because you use it on yourself, so it's different. I, maybe I was thinking that you wouldn't use it for someone else. Mm. Um, as much like for another adult, maybe oh, okay. could, it, could it be a bit pushy? I don't know. It's to like say to a, another adult it, as a way of like admonition, right? Mm. Right. So I wondered if you'd lose it, use it less for other adults, but I guess it depends how it close depends. you are, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, I think I use it a lot for like my family and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> even if they're adults. Mm. But for, for kids, like, yeah, a lot. Uh-huh. I think. Mm. So you'd like tell your sister off if she left her mm. rice. For yeah, example. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like, like why are you not eating? Yeah, that's kind of what I know. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. And so, oh, so for a potential one, I wanted to like give you an example. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of weird, but like, uh, if you have a boyfriend or something, and then mm-hmm. you, if you say he's too, uh, he's motai nai for me, right? Mm, that means like he's too good for me. Like he's ah, he's wasting uh, his potential dating yeah. me or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you say that he is not nai, so it means that it's a waste of him in a way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's a waste of him to go out with me, kind of thing. Uh-huh. Interesting. So mm. would you be like, sono hito wa mottai nai? Watashi ne wa, like for me. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so sono hito wa mottai nai. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And it's um, kind of saying, yeah, that person. Yeah, mm-hmm. then in English we wouldn't say waste, I don't think. Oh, um, I see. Would we? Like, I, I think know. too good. Like you said, it, like they're too good for mm. me. Or yeah, maybe like that would he's be... out of my league. I yeah, know. totally. <laughs> talking about league or yeah, is it just a British thing where you talk about punching above your weight? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Saying. If maybe it's just a British expression. Uh-huh. You talk about oh, that person's really punching above their weight. 
It's like a, like a boxing that. thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, that person's too good for you. You're punching above your weight kind of I thing. I like that. So, yeah, I guess we'd say that rather than mm. talking about a waste yeah. in that case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it could be used as a way of humbling. I don't yeah. know if you think that's true, but you can say that like, oh, he's too good for me. Ah, I see. Like, even if you don't think it's true, it's like showing uh-huh. that you think you're not as good as that person. Yeah, like, maybe you're waiting for a response like, oh, no, like you're too good for him. Or right, something. Mm. Like pushing for compliments. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I like pushing for compliments. Me I'm too. <laughs> so it can be used for potential. Interesting. Mm. Can you do use it to give a compliment to a friend of yours as well? Well, I guess it's a kind mm. of double-edged compliment. Yeah, because you're complimenting your friend, but you're com- like insulting her boyfriend and mm. maybe her taste in men. So maybe that's not a good. Yeah, compliment. I guess like you have to like it's a relatively relative thing. Like uh, you have to lower someone in order right. to like higher. Someone. Right. Mm. Yeah, to it makes someone else higher. You're putting out someone else lower. So yeah. I guess you've got to be careful how you use it a little bit. Yeah. And Maybe like yeah, for people and people, like a person person, you have to mm. be careful. But like you could use it for like for example, job job opportunity and uh-huh. then the potential um let's see, for example, like if you're a lawyer or something. Yeah. And if you're applying for a job, mm-hmm. um, that's not related to uh-huh. law or anything. Then maybe it doesn't need like five years of studying boring uh-huh. law texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you'd um, say that's motai nai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in that case, would you say that the job is motai nai? Uh, like, he's a motai nai for the job or, or the uh, person yeah, okay. is motai nai for the job. Got it. That makes mm. sense. Yeah, this one's interesting. I don't know if I've come across this exact mm. use before. Yeah. So yeah, the motai name is too good. So yeah. Oh no, hold on. It comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. your motai name for the job. That makes sense. Got uh-huh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess like it comes up a lot in like girls' talk. Right. Mm. Right. That makes sense. Talking you're, about, you're comparing like, men and whether or not uh-huh. like you deserve they deserve you or not. So well, it's like a them. yeah 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 deserve it uh do deserve you or not um, uh-huh. sounds like another good translation right yeah. totally can you give a couple of examples in Japanese to help me understand okay so like um Kenichi let's say yeah. Kenichi is our our boyfriend's <laughs> the oh. boyfriend's name <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um and say like oh Kenichi wa watashi ni wa mottai nai. So okay. Kenichi is mottainai to me. Mm-hmm. So mm. he is mottainai, he is too good. Yeah, he is too right. good. Because like the, when you waste food or something, the food is too good to waste, you know? Right, so the mm. food is mottainai. That makes sense. <laughs> so he's mottainai. And so for the job, you're mm. saying that the that I'm... Hold on, I need to go through this once more. For the job, how can you give me the example with the job? The okay. lawyer job. Um, okay. Um, like so he's it's too kare, good. Kare and mm. Okay, yeah. that totally makes sense. But it can be opposite too. Mm. 
that and that means, means the job's too good for him uh-huh. is that right yeah, yeah okay yeah. that totally makes sense yeah, no, it's he completely deserve, logical yeah he does he doesn't deserve the job in that case uh-huh. interesting i think i've heard this use a lot less so um, yeah maybe it's, it's less, interesting yeah it's more obscure this one but mm-hmm. you still hear it i think mm. yeah no i'm really glad to have learned it i probably heard it but not quite understood it so i just mm. brushed over it yeah and now i'll probably hear it all the it's time good to know right like when you hear mm. motaina you might picture like wasted food and stuff but for sure that's not it you know mm. yeah yeah there's a lot of ways to use it yeah do you think it can be used in kind of an ironic way, like in a jokey way as well? I wonder. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've heard it that way, but maybe not. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe you can do that too. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good rich word for sure. I'm still like, yeah. getting to know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I also wanted to talk about the origin mm-hmm. of Nai. There are some translations, like you said, it's a waste or like... Uh, such a waste or something like that but it is really um uh, adjective i guess um yeah mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like ingrained in the culture and the way of thinking in japan uh so i thought it'd be a interesting topic to talk about um yeah for sure and the so the concept of motainai or like hate for wasting things has a mm-hmm. root in shinto yeah yeah, where everything has a spirit in it. Like, uh, if you've seen it, like the movie, Ghibli, Studio Ghibli movie, The Spirited mm-hmm. Away. Yeah, uh, I'm by, a yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. And mm-hmm. then you see, like, uh, spirit of everything, like a right. radish. Right. <laughs> there was a radish god, yeah. and then there was a, a chicken spirit yeah. and stuff yeah. it's really fun and then the yeah. river spirit um of course yeah, yeah. and i think it, this is quite ingrained in japanese way of thinking because i remember having a conversation with a friend about being mm. vegetarian mm-hmm. and this friend being like yeah but you know vegetables have a spirit too yeah. <laughs> and for me i was like what it does <laughs> like, what are you talking about but uh-huh. you know then i sort of started to come around to the idea that yeah like why do I think it's okay to eat a carrot but not a fish I don't know <laughs> like I think he was kind of messing with me a little bit like, yeah he was trying to tease me as well but um but it, I think it was coming from that idea like it came to him very naturally to say that mm. um, whereas maybe it wouldn't necessarily come to my mind yeah and people mm. say itadakimasu is a word for it too like thank you for the um thinking mm. for the spirit so oh interesting okay mm, thank you for the fisherman thank you for the i don't know uh-huh. people who brought the and the environment that brought the food to my table and stuff yeah mm. mm-hmm. so like the concept itself is like really it's like a an animism uh concept yeah mm, mm-hmm. that's like ingrained in japanese culture so it's not only like motainai um mm-hmm. We'll get into it uh, in a minute, but there's more words that ca- are kind of related to the concept. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm. I'm excited. So, yeah, wasting something is disrespect for the spirit. That's mm-hmm. why, like, people don't like wasting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the word mottainai, uh, I guess it comes from mottai. Mm-hmm. The first person is mottai. Which is right. a variant of butai, 
Um, I see. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you look at the kanji, maybe it, it helps to understand as well. Yeah, but it's the same kanji, right? For Motai and Butai. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's not, is it? Sorry. I, <laughs> Scratch that. They, they look similar. They're not the same. <laughs> they look really similar. Uh -huh. So I don't blame you. Uh huh. So totally Motai and Butai, yeah. Uh, they're really similar. So, uh -huh. but Butai uh, is mm -hmm. like substance of thing, kind of. I see. Uh -huh. That makes sense because it's like mono butsu, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Whereas then body. Uh huh. Kanji. Uh huh. Uh, and then the second part is nai, and uh, it's the ne negative marker nai. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are some theories after that, like, you know, like how to interpret no substance of thing, you know, uh -huh. uh, put those together and like how to translate it. But one of the major theories says that this like no existence of things. Mm -hmm. uh, like negative marker and then like something mm -hmm. of things makes it no substance of things and then it uh -huh. means um, it's related to a Buddhist concept that mm -hmm. nothing exists on its own and everything exists mm -hmm. in support of other things. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that Motai Nai came from that. That's interesting. Yeah, people say that it's kind of like related to Shinto but also related to Buddhism. That Which is sense. very Japanese. That's very Japanese, yeah. Take <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit from both. That's uh -huh. so, yeah, that's the way forward. So, like, this kind of indicates that Montai Nai includes the value of humbleness and gratitude, that mm -hmm. nothing should be taken for granted. Like, mm -hmm. you exist because of, like, other things, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Or everything. So, yeah. and then, like, this concept is influenced, like, other words, like, thank you. Mm -hmm. in Japanese which is like arigato mm. yeah uh, and that's like literally arigato is like that's hard to exist or something ah yes I see mm. like, is the original arigatai it's related right yeah arigatai and, and the, the gatai ending is like difficult to do and then Ari comes from Aru, is that right? So yeah, difficult to exist. And then it became like Arigato. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And that means like, a f uh, like that's for telling how rare and special, like whatever that's being appreciated is. And then mm. it shouldn't be taken for granted. Right, it's difficult it's, for that to exist. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. need to be thankful for it. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. It's hard mm -hmm. to like, yeah, translate into English, but yeah, that's the mm -hmm. idea. Yeah, or like, okage sama de, if you've heard yeah. of it. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, thanks to you. Like, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks to you. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's a typical response to like, ogenki desu ka. Uh -huh. so, right? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, okage sama de, yeah, thanks to you, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or thanks to like other people and stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, that's the attitude that's based on, uh, the motainai is based on too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's something that's a big part of, like what I've learned about Buddhism, it's a big part of it, that we're not individuals, we're mm. all part of a bigger complex yeah, yeah. system. Uh-huh. It fits in with that mentality, right? Mm -hmm. And this kind of explains, though, the uh, I said at the beginning of this episode, I said, like, uh, when I say motai nai, I feel kind of guilt or sorry uh -huh. for someone. Uh huh. That makes um, sense. And this 
guilt might be for like the spirit or whatever I'm wasting, mm. you know, uh, yeah. and like everything that's involved in having brought it to me or yeah. per- per- perhaps both. Like um, if I waste some like fish or something, I mm-hmm. couldn't finish at them. I feel bad for the fisherman. I feel right. ma- bad for the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, everyone that's been involved in bringing it to you mm-hmm. and maybe nature as well that kind of grew it for you, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't then eat it, then that's bad for all of those things. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like it's got a bit more depth than when you just tell kids in, in Britain, for example, like eat it up because maybe a typical thing to say is, oh, because there are kids in other countries who don't have enough food. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's, that's another way a, of like guilt trip, you know? Right, for yeah. sure. <laughs> and that, wor- that worked really well on me, but it always made me really sad. Whereas I feel like Mod by Night mm. is slightly more positive because you can at least do something about it. That's true. Um, like if you eat it, you're not wasting it anymore. Whereas mm-hmm. if you eat it, there's still kids that don't have enough food, you know? It's like yeah, not yeah, fixing yeah. the problem. So I prefer Mod by Night because I think saying that to a kid is more positive. They can do something uh-huh. about it, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat, eat it and then show the appreciation or like yeah. embrace mm-hmm. it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. For sure. Mm. So your um your daughter Yeah. It's everything like she does she try? Um she's like really tuned into the idea of not wasting things. Mm. But she's kind of a picky eater, so it doesn't translate oh, too well. I see. But she'll find other ways around it. She'll be like, but you can finish it for me, right? So that oh. it's not wasting it. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> and it's also translated to other things. Like she doesn't want to throw anything away. She'll want to mm. keep like everything. Like oh. the box that something comes in or you know, like... <laughs> Is she a little hoarder then? <laughs> Total little hoarder. She's oh a little my magpie. So there's a negative side, like from I think I've passed on my mortality, mm. but my mentality, but it's yeah, it's got negative consequences in some ways. Yeah, it doesn't always have the desired effect of making her eat or her food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel I find that kind of really uh, relatable. Really, because <laughs> yeah. I keep like I keep buying stuff like scraps or something for or, like mm. fabric scraps, and uh, I always yeah. always think, oh, like I can find a way to like repurpose it, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of a hoarder too, so I get yeah. that. It's hard to throw things away. Mm-hmm. And it's the, I think the worst thing is if you throw something away, and like the following week, you're like, oh, if only I still had that, I could have used it for yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes me hoard stuff more. So. So, yeah. you know, like, con uh, Marie, like Marie, yeah. or Marie, <laughs> they say, Marie Kondo, um, yeah. had a, like, Netflix special. And so this con Marie method, I heard that she was actually uh, working at, like, shrines and stuff, and she's really avid, like, Shinto uh, oh, really? person. So I was, like, thinking about, like, what makes her, like, you know, do that because like getting rid of stuff right right if it doesn't spark joy you've got to get rid of it right? uh-huh. so. Uh, so I was wondering about that but like her idea is that if you don't cherish it and then it's a waste uh that's motainai too i guess like yeah. keeping it is uh-huh. motainai keeping it is motainai and then there are people out there uh who mm-hmm. find the joy in those right. things that you right. have right now mm. Does she, because I've never actually, I've heard of her, obviously, but I've never actually mm. watched her show. Uh-huh. Like, does she, like, help them to find new homes for the stuff? Or is she more focusing on, like, this is what you need to get rid of? And yeah. then what happens to it afterwards? Like, we don't know. 
uh, she focuses on like getting rid of stuff. Uh, right. I don't know where it goes, but I guess like they try donating and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but what she does though, when she goes into houses or like when she, before she cleans up, I think she does like this like little ritual thing where huh? you bow or something. Okay. Like saying thank you to the, yeah. the object. For- <laughs> uh-huh. Or the house, I think. I think thank you oh, for the house or something. Mm. I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Like we did on the retreat when we said thank you to the house we stayed in. We did? <laughs> to the farmhouse. Yeah, we all bowed to the farmhouse and said thank you when we oh, left. Oh, I did not remember that. <laughs> you know, uh, that was, you deprived. Yeah. Maybe she copied that. <laughs> but yeah, she totally copied us, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she does that. So I was like, oh, okay. She's like really avid about Shinto uh, mm, that's really interesting Shinto I didn't know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. person yeah so yeah I guess hoarder I mean there's different like interpretation of this concept I guess Motai yeah for mm. sure yeah that makes sense yeah um yeah I, I read an article about cleaning your house the Zen Buddhism way and oh. it was sort of similar like uh-huh. respecting everything in the way that you clean it so feeling mm-hmm. thankful for it in the way that you clean your house mm-hmm. and keeping your house clean and tidy mm-hmm. and presumably also like getting rid of stuff you don't need mm-hmm. is sort of a sign of respect for your environment and for yourself and so I guess that's linked in with the idea of motai nai as well uh-huh. like having a dirty house is kind of motai nai right after all the effort that's gone into building your house and like you earn the money to pay the rent or to to buy your house and then if you just let it get all messy and dirty, then that's also what by night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's all related. Buddhism. Mm-hmm. I yeah. During this research for like Mutai Nai, I found a lot of like overlap in like Buddhism and like Shinto uh-huh. too. Um, yeah, I guess there's a lot of different types of Buddhism too. So I wonder if like, Japanese Buddhism is closer to Shintoism. Yeah, well. I, I don't know if that's uh-huh. true. But I think so. Sense. That's what I figured this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Shinto, there's no really like solid border. It's uh, more of a cultural sort of practice, maybe more than yeah. a religion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's ingrained. And then Buddhism has that kind of similar. They're not conflict then. They don't conflict with each other. Yeah. You say. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that makes sense. They seem to go very well together. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who says, like, I'm definitely not Shinto. Or, I'm definitely not yeah. because I'm Shinto or something like that. That doesn't seem to be. Mm-hmm. No one ever. I don't think anyone would ever ask in Japan, like, are you Buddhist or are you Shinto? Yeah. That would be a weird question, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Whereas I think in the UK, someone might ask, like, are you Protestant or are you Catholic? Or mm. like, you can't really be both. So it's yeah, a bit yeah, of a different... Yeah. I guess you could. I don't know. I just don't know anyone who. Mm, maybe preacher and stuff can be. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I maybe. don't know. I, I, I guess don't know. I'm. I'm not an expert on these subjects. I'm yeah, just, I'm not too um... <laughs> religious either, so I don't really know. But I'm really interested in like those. Yeah, it's really interesting, and certainly my feeling in Japan was that Shinto mm. and Buddhism sort of coexist and overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than other religions might. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I don't know. My American niece, like uh, my husband's niece, mm-hmm. um, she doesn't really finish her plate. So it really <gasps> makes me sad. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, it's like kind of hard for me because 
like in the states i feel like the parenting decisions up to the parents and then mm-hmm. i don't feel like i have a say for this uh-huh and is it different in japan like would you yeah if it was your niece like your uh-huh. sister's um, yeah, yeah. daughter you would totally say like what i know totally because like i don't know in japan i feel like it's more about like the community like right i grew up mm-hmm. being told by parents grandparents and also by maybe like probably no strangers but you know other adults around me you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah and it was seen as natural right whereas maybe in maybe in countries like western countries like the us and the uk mm. um it would seem as like it was, yeah it's the parents domain and yeah. everyone else should probably keep their ideas to themselves kind uh-huh. of thing <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah. i feel like i have to tiptoe around it <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh you know? i can see that yeah because yeah. in japan definitely like when i like even high schoolers and stuff when we were like talking kind of loud and train and stuff like yeah like some like middle-aged man is like a kind of admonish you and like right keep it quiet yeah know? that's a very french thing to do so that seems natural to me okay <laughs> that's good all these years in france yeah mm, i kind of yeah. like that mm. yeah it's good yeah sometimes <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah do you have any like personal anecdotes about from what I know, I was mm. trying to think of them. I remember uh, Rachel saying about how mm. um, she was pescatarian in Japan and someone called that motai nai. And that mm. sparked something. I'm pretty sure people said the same to oh, me. To cause I was, mm. Yeah, because I'm also pescatarian. Right. And that's, yeah, I, I think I've, like, people have sort of, their reaction is shock and like, oh, motai nai. Because uh, you can't eat. Maybe you're at a yakiniku place and I'm eating uh-huh. And they're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, I see. Like wasting like, the uh, potential opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. And otherwise, I, like, I don't know. I know I heard it a lot, but I can't think of an exact mm-hmm. situation when I would have heard it. Um, the most recent experience I have with Motai Nai mm. is watching the Motai Nai Basang videos <laughs> <laughs> yesterday with my daughter. Oh. I mentioned in your article. Uh-huh. Oh, and they're great. Yeah, I love <laughs> I the don't... Motai Nai Basang. It's a YouTube. She's awesome. I mean, I guess it's like a. Ch- it's based on children book, but Motai Nai oh, Grandma. The book come first. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then they published the YouTube videos to like. Uh, I think all over the world and then they, it's got like some language different languages uh, yeah I saw that she has her own website and the mm. videos are on the website as well yeah, yeah yeah please check it out it's great I love it like yeah me too I only um, watched the first one like where like this kid didn't like finish his totally. rice bowl and then like yeah. she came and then this motainai basan figure it's like oh if you're not eating I'm gonna like eat it and then this boy had like some rice grain on his face <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> you could see her trying to lick them off his face <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's kind of extreme terrifying for the kids yeah <laughs> mm. I, I hesitated about watching it with my daughter because i was like what's she gonna think about this scary grandma <laughs> and she totally loved it she, she wanted did. to watch it again we watched all four videos twice <laughs> <laughs> she loved it so much and i made her watch it in japanese which is kind of mean so she doesn't really understand <laughs> oh Okay. Um, she she loved this like it's kind of understandable I think even if you don't 
speak Japanese because mm. the images are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so she loved it. I totally. I think you said in your article like mm. um, to watch it with your kids, and I definitely recommend that. Yeah, yeah. I think the idea for the like series of the uh, children book and the video animation series was to kind of tell. The past the idea to the next generation, like yeah, to the idea really well of done. Motai Nai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really well done. So we highly recommend then. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. It's tried and tested and yeah, it was mm-hmm. a <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, yeah, that's a bit of a cop out for my anecdote, but I couldn't mm. think of a direct anecdote. Yeah, it's probably small things like awesome. waste and some physical Yeah, mm. exactly. I'm going to listen out for it from yeah, now yeah. because I know I've heard it a ton I just can't remember exactly the situations mm-hmm. but it's yeah. definitely a word you hear like probably at least once a week right I reckon mm-hmm. people living in Japan can probably attest to that that you yeah. hear it a lot mm. yeah it's a really common word I think yeah mm. I think so it's super useful though we don't like so motainai is a word in Japanese and it's ingrained in Japanese culture like mm-hmm. some Japanese cultures really like embody the idea of motainai mm-hmm. like for like example some of the customs customs yeah mm-hmm. like for example in japanese cuisine okara is like a uh, excess stuff from making tofu oh okay mm. is that the like the hard bits that you get when tofu yeah kind of it's like powdery type oh. deal okay mm. it's actually really great um vegan ingredients for like mm. people make burgers and stuff out of oh, it oh yeah it rings a bell mm-hmm. or like cookies um so it's like really um not wasteful or sustainable right. uh yeah ingredient. it's really sustainable not only mm-hmm. is it vegetarian but it's like a cast off ingredient That's yeah great. and like sake lease is like it's called sake kasu it's from mm-hmm. like excess material from sake making process and then people use stuff for like moisturizers or like you can use it for some culinary techniques like kasuzuke uh, mm, which okay. is like the, you marinate your fish or whatever meat or whatever and then, yeah. and then it kind of cures uh, yeah makes Great. it juicy and stuff mm. yeah the idea of not throwing anything away like finding it all a purpose uh-huh so mm. those are kind of uh, the representative. I, I mean, like, there's a lot more. Um, uh, my grandma used to, like, grill fish bones on, like, heater, wow. like the gas stove. Um, wow. That's weird. Mm. Like, what did she use them for? Was it to make a stock for soup or something? Oh, or it just, it was, like, my snacks. <laughs> no, that's cool. I did not know you could eat. So, like, if you just got... You save the bones from your salmon mm-hmm. and grill them. Yeah. Then you can eat them. Yeah, I don't remember. I haven't had this for a long time. <laughs> I feel like so- health and safety might have something to say about That's that. That's true. <laughs> Feeding your kids bones. That's true. <laughs> I totally grew up eating that. <laughs> That's really good, though. That's great. I we guess totally like the, away. That's yeah, like the leftover meat from it. I guess uh-huh. I, I was sucking it, maybe. <laughs> Such a weird... Oh, that's interesting. Of, like giving kids snacks. <laughs> it's a. It's definitely not a snack that I grew up with. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's cool, weird, though. isn't it? <laughs> Good on your grandma for not chucking them away. Yeah, I, I guess I know people who eat 
fish bones. Mm. Maybe not salmon, but other fish bones. I mean, you can um. totally use it for dashi and stuff too. Like right. making a, a, some stock. stock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way of like not wasting it too. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of eating the fish bones. So mm, I like that. I really like it actually. <laughs> I think I like weird stuff. Mm. No, I, it sounds appetizing to me. If yeah. a little strange, but I want to try it. Okay. Uh, well, mommy ate uh, chicken bones. That's so. true. I, I had a flash <laughs> flashback to mommy. Yeah. admitting that. <laughs> I I don't think I ever done that. One. I definitely haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even when I was a vegetarian, I definitely never eat chicken bones. Yeah. But again, that's very sustainable. Good for mm-hmm. her. Good for mommy. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, not much I know at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And my grandma used to make like watermelon skin pickles. Wow. Which I found out, uh, like, people in the south of America uh-huh. do that too. Oh, and really? I thought it was cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, that I wonder if, presumably, that like the two customs just grew up separately. Like, they were like, we've got this leftover skin. Yeah. What do we do with it? We're going to pickle uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. That's cool. I think, like, depending on the country, um, like, I have a South American a Peruvian friend and she was shocked by how in France like Mm. if the bread's gone hard people will chuck it away and she was like where I come from we would just use that to make bread crumbs or Mm -hmm. uh, which used to be the case in France and probably it still is for some people but um, I guess we throw stuff away Mm. a bit too easily and I think it depends on like the availability like you say you know what I thought the French toast the eggs and like milk and stuff, you soak it and then... Ah, uh, for old bread. Yeah, there are a ton of recipes to use old bread. Right. For sure. I thought that Just was like a, a way of like... Yeah, you know? you're right. Mm-hmm. And breadcrumbs and croutons and mm-hmm. like there's tons of stuff you can do, but... You just throw it away? Seen... I don't, can I? Yeah? Okay. I don't. Good, good. Because I was going to be <laughs> I <much> have, sad. <laughs> I have seen it happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think more perhaps in a country where it's easy just to pop down the road and get a new one and we've mm. got the resources. Whereas I think when my friend comes from in Peru, it's a lot harder just to do that. And so yeah, yeah. They, like, they're more likely to have this idea of motainai, even uh-huh. though obviously they wouldn't call it that. Yeah, mm. when you have too much resources like available mm-hmm. around you and you get like spoiled and like you kind of, yeah. the sense of motainai gets really numbed. Yeah, I agree. Mm. It's like the, the Pixar film Wally. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. I have to uh, watch. Yeah. yeah, you should watch it. We'll carry okay. on this conversation next time. In that okay. <laughs> I haven't watched. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Mm-hmm. And other stuff like uh, Japanese craft, um, mm-hmm. like sashiko mending is Ooh, a type that? of like a technique, like stitching, mm-hmm. a stitch technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like embroidery, but with the patterns. You probably have seen it. Mm. yeah I think I have I think now you say it I have seen it yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think I knew it was called that but I think I've seen it yeah that's like making the fabric stronger or Mm -hmm. mending Uh, yeah mending like jeans or something Mm. Um, it's a special kind of like stitch technique is it kind of it's like really pretty too like mm, patterns and bottle I think they call it bottle is like old clothes but they kind of do patchwork to oh, like cool. put them together and like keep mm-hmm. mending and mending and that's awesome i love all those kind of things yeah yeah and i yeah i like doing those things and my mom as well like she sews and like 
She used mm-hmm. to make like tote bags with uh-huh. used umbrellas and stuff, That's which is great. really convenient. Like it's like waterproof. Yeah, we have uh-huh. a bunch of um, like tote bags. Well, they're not tote bags, but they're like mm. um, reusable bags made from um, parachutes, old parachutes. Oh, materials. That's, yeah, so that's also so cool. kind of like it's really strong, uh-huh. kind of waterproof, easy to wash. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I love those things. Like those yeah, like upcycling thing is totally right. like live up to the idea of Montaigne. Yeah, I. Mm. Yeah, I I could totally see that. Yeah, where I live in France, there's a lot of stuff like that. It's by the sea and they use mm. like old sails to make bags and stuff like that as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm a big fan of upcycling mm-hmm. as well. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, so it's not just Japan, but I guess traditionally there are some things that like, you know, yeah. um, embody the idea. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you been to japan or know about japan a little bit you also know that it's like japan's not really living up to the uh committed to the idea of like modern nai. japan so we've forgotten it a little yeah, bit yeah <laughs> perfectly because of the you know uh wrapping culture for mm, this instance yeah 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 yes everything's really beautifully wrapped but it's often like three layers of wrapping yeah is that really necessary to Uh individually wrap every single piece of candy for example (laughs) yeah i think they finally stopped um giving plastic bags oh that's cool uh grocery stores and convenience stores you might Uh have to buy it or something oh Mm. okay yeah that's a big change because i think plastic was a big part of life when I lived in Japan I remember mm. like apples being individually wrapped in plastic that kind yeah of thing. <laughs> I mean yeah it's not necessary mm-hmm. mm. yeah I guess it's that idea of wanting things to be sort of perfect yeah um, I think I don't know I haven't lived in Japan for a while so I don't really know for yeah. sure now but I feel like people here in the states like to recycle more no yeah. recycle materials but recycle as in like you like know reuse yeah reuse like yeah they don't mind used stuff like yeah used yeah, furnitures and stuff mm. totally that that's that change has happened in france really recently as well mm-hmm. people are much more comfortable with the idea of using old stuff whereas yeah, in yeah. france everything used to have to be new at least other people mm. like sort of the generation above me yeah way of seeing things yeah Mm -hmm. and yeah i got the impression last time i was in japan that that it was changing that way as well in japan oh okay yeah maybe it's changing Mm. mm, i don't know for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) i guess in japan as well like traditionally you have the furoshiki Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's um, motainai yeah that's great Mm -hmm. yeah my and actually they're spreading to europe uh, a couple of Christmases ago, my brother wrapped mm. up all our Christmas presents with furoshiki. Oh, really? <laughs> and that That's was like cool. part of the present. Yeah, uh-huh. it was great. It was great. What is it? Uh, I guess there's no translation for furoshiki. But... I think they called them furoshiki. Like, it, mm. The fact that they're Japanese makes it kind of cool and chic as well. It's not like, <laughs> I'm not just wrapping up your present in a cloth. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a cool Japanese cloth. Kind of After thing. all, I think it's just a cloth, right? Like a big cloth. You can kind yeah. of wrap things or like different ways of like, like you can ma- make it, make a big uh, bag out of it or like yeah. wine, wine bottle holders or something. Yeah, there is, mm. it's a little bit like origami in the sense of like there's lots yeah. of different techniques, right? Uh-huh. And it can be, re- it's like, it's really pretty. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's one of them too. 
Yeah. I guess like the difference between kind of old Japan and in some ways how modern Japan's like changed a little bit. Yeah. So it's not like Japan's perfectly <laughs> sustainable, you know, but, but it, it is in the culture, right? It's just. Maybe... Yeah. Forgetting like numbed, the sense it's numbed uh-huh. because we have so much like stuff around us. But, uh-huh. mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. The appreciation is kind of faded. Mm-hmm. In this episode, we talked about Mottainai, <laughs> what it means, and like how it's ingrained in Japanese yeah. religious views and like mm-hmm. the culture. Uh, and I wrote an article for Mottainai, so please check it out on tohugu.com if you yeah, have it's a chance. Great. I recommend it. And if you like our podcast, Please give us a iTunes reviews.、Um, and if you're nice to us, we might read it and give you a shout out. <laughs> if it's horrible, we're going to delete it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and here's one、uh, five star review from Todd Yu.、Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to read it, Jenny? Yeah, sure. So Todd Yu says I've been listening to the Tofugu podcasts from oldest to newest. And it has become my favorite podcast, not just for things Japan related, but overall. Creative, laugh out, loud, laugh out loud, funny, relevant. Wow, that's a nice review. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I feel <laughs> a little bit nervous because this person's listening from the oldest to the newest. Right, they've changed a bit over time,、uh-huh. haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> When you get here, I hope you still like it and it's、yeah. still your yeah, favorite podcast. That's true. I wonder where they've got to. Yeah. So, Todd, you post a new one once you get to this one and let us know. Yeah, if it's let still us your know. Favorite. Yeah, but don't lower your rating, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, only post if you love us still. Please.、Uh-huh. Yeah, please. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't like it, don't, just don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so、um, thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone.、Uh, see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.